Hey, Pager Pearls listeners, we are re-releasing our Community Spotlight series. So what you're about to hear is an interview I conducted with the Children's Skin Disease Foundation back in the winter of 2022. Hello and welcome back to another installment of Community Spotlight. Today we are shining a light on the Children's Skin Disease Foundation. I am joined by founder and executive director, Francesca Pinconi. When she was just 11 years old, she was diagnosed with pemphigus, a rare skin disease. And since then, she's channeled that experience in a way that helps families and children suffering from skin diseases. The Children's Skin Disease Foundation runs a successful camp called Camp Wonder that helps support kids and gives them the opportunity to just be kids for one week every summer. Thank you so much for joining me today, Francesca. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We love our PEDRA partnership, so really excited to be here today to talk to the PEDRA community. Oh, I thank you. I'm so excited to learn so much more. I know that you have done just incredible work. So just start from the beginning, like tell us your story from the beginning and how the Children's Skin Disease Foundation came about. And then we'll talk about Camp Wonder as well. Sure. So at 11 years old, I was diagnosed with pemphigus foliaceus, a very, very, very rare skin disease and even more rare in children. And it was quite a journey um, for especially those early years where my family needed support as a child with a skin disease, I needed support and skin diseases is and was even more back then relatively rare. And so finding support for our family was challenging. And it's something that I, as I got older, I wanted to fix. And so for my 16th birthday, I asked family and friends to donate money. I knew 16th birthday was kind of a big year. So I thought I'd leverage that and uh, donate money to start a nonprofit to support children and families that were impacted by skin disease, all skin diseases. Uh, Because one other thing I learned when I was ill and, and going to various hospitals and meeting other children with other skin diseases is we all had this really calm, they had a commonality and we had a Um, a shared experience and kind of shared uh, challenges, but also, you know, shared experiences in having a disease that is so visual. I met a lot of other kids with other diseases and, you know, any pediatric illness is truly horrible, but I think skin disease has its own unique challenges because it's so visual and you can't hide it. And so it's something that you wear every day and something that people react to every day. And so I wanted to create this supportive community So I started the Children's Skin Disease Foundation for my 16th birthday. And when that got off the ground, I was 16. I hadn't really thought through, you know, kind of the the end goal. Um, I thought, I just want to support kids and families. And when, when we started the foundation, when I started the foundation, then it became, how do we support kids and families? And how do we do it in a fun way? You know, kids need fun. Um, Part of childhood is fun and and having a skin disease takes away a lot of being a child and and having kind of a normal childhood. So I really wanted this normal, fun experience for kids. And what a great way to do that at a summer camp. Um, I loved going to camp as a kid. For those years that I was sick, I wasn't able to because the medical support at kind of normal summer camps wasn't there. And so I thought, well, this is a great way to bring kids together, bring families together and give them that normal childhood experience of summer camp and have this community come together to support kids with skin disease. 
There is so much that I want to talk about in that introduction you gave us. That was really incredible. First of all, I think I want to go back to you're 16 years old. You've decided to start a nonprofit that is to support children and family with skin disease. So you're going through your own emotions and feelings and the burden of having a visual disease. And then here you are starting a nonprofit to help other families going through the same thing. Was that, did that provide a lot of personal healing for you? Absolutely. I think it definitely gave a purpose to what I had Mm -hmm. been through. I was very supportive, very lucky in having a supportive family. I still am. I have a wonderful family and um, I joke they were the original founders and donors of Camp Wonder because I hit them all up. Um, and, And I honestly would not have been able to start CSDF or Camp Wonder without that unbelievably supportive community that I had. But even in that supportive community, none of them had skin disease. And so while they could be supportive, they couldn't really understand what I was going through and what I had gone through. And so that was also why it was so important for me to start Camp Wonder, because there's nothing like talking to someone or being with someone that truly understands what it's like to have a skin disease, what it's like to go to school, what it's like to be a 16 year old girl, what it's like to be a boy, you know, each group comes with their challenges. And so, um, there was a lot of emotion to it, but just really gave a purpose for the experience that I went through. Yeah. I can imagine it. You do, you know, when you're experiencing, something that feels very isolating. You're going through this very um, kind of specific process of grief. It's a different kind of grief than we think of after losing somebody, but it is a a piece of grief. And, and sometimes the best way through that is to be going through that with other people who are experiencing that same type of grief and loss of that particular, like normal childhood. Like you talked about not being able to attend like normal sleepaway camp and needing medical support that just wasn't there. So it's really important to be able to have that community come together and everybody be around each other to just have those shared experiences. It is. And I think that's a really great way of putting it is there is an aspect of grief to it that doesn't necessarily end. It it comes Mm -hmm. with every challenge in your life. And that's, what's so wonderful about camp now, 21 years down the road is we have this community that has, some of them have been together. They, they were campers and now they're adults and going through different challenges. And so it's really great to have that, that long-term community that can support during, you know, various stages of challenges throughout life. Absolutely. So let's like turn our focus to camp here. Talk to me about the nuts and bolts of camp. What is a, a week like for campers? Yes. So the nuts and bolts of camp, there's so many nuts and bolts of camp. Um, We have so many different groups that are at camp. So we have an unbelievably supportive staff and they are the reason why the kids have such a great experience. So we have medical staff, we partner with various hospitals throughout the country and they send their residents to camp. So they are able to provide care for the kids at camp but also learn and also understand the true impact of disease on a daily basis because they see the kids for seven straight days and the kids open up to them. So it's a really great partnership that we have with our medical team and uh, the kids get a lot and the, the, you know, the adults get a lot, Um, you know, for a lot of our kids interactions with medical communities, it's, it's very scary. I mean, I remember as a kid sitting in a room and having people all around and stuff's going on and they're talking about you and, um, it's a, it's a very scary interaction. So 
one of the benefits of camp that we love is our campers get to see fun doctors. You know, our, our doctors, our nurses, our residents, our medical students, they give care in the infirmary, but then they're out playing and they're in the pool and they're doing arts and crafts. So, you know, they really get to see that the doctors are fun people. They're there to help and they're really there to support the kids. So this wonderful medical support staff. Um, then we have our counselors. And so they're the ones that are in the cabin with the kids all week long. And a lot of them now, after 20 years, they were former campers. So they can really understand and really talk to the kids about what they went through. They can be examples to the kids of getting through college, of getting through graduate school, of, of finding a job, of you know, finding your passion in life. So it's a really great mentorship and partnership that, that we see with the counselors and the kids. We have volunteers that come for the week and, and they're people that a lot of times have had no interaction with skin disease, no experience. They've heard about camp and they just want to help the kids. So they're there the week, um, you know, putting up tents and, and getting sports equipment. And so it's a really large group that mm-hmm. is required to, to make sure that the kids have this wonderful experience at camp. Um, and then we have our kids and, and the campers just inspire us. Um, you know, they, they really do show all, I think a lot of us get more out of camp than the kids. I mean, really watching them and, and watching how, how they really are strong and have so much courage and, and grow through so much. Um, you know, I think all of us as, as teens and young adults go through a lot, but I think especially in this day and age with social media, we've seen over the years, uh, I think they have challenges that even I didn't experience. And so to see them come to camp and support each other, um, laugh and have fun. Uh, it's really just, it's a great week. We have a lot of activities. Uh, we have arts and crafts, we have pool, um, there's horses and uh, ropes course. So we, we have a lot for the kids to also then be able to go back to their friends and go back to their community and say, I did ropes course. I did, you know, I did the stuff that you guys also get to do at your camp. And so that's what a lot of camp is about is just giving the kids that normal experience Mm -hmm. for the week um, in this supportive, empowering community. Um, We, we don't, we don't, it's not a support group. And a lot of people, right. that's one of the first questions that we get. There's mm-hmm. not a session where they sit around and they talk about, you know, how skin disease impacted them. And, mm-hmm. and that's very intentional because we mm-hmm. want camp to be a fun week. Mm-hmm. And they do that on their own. When they're sitting around playing games, they'll open mm-hmm. up to each other. When they're in the bunks at night, they'll mm-hmm. open up to each other. And so um, we want it to come very organically. And that we feel like is the best way to serve that emotional side of camp. I love that. I I'm so glad you highlighted that because I assumed like I'm sure many others, and I'm sure you have this conversation constantly. I assume there would be some sort of, you know, support group, um, component to camp, but I really love that. You're just sort of letting the kids do that when they need it. And that camp is really focused on, getting them some normalcy and humanizing the patient clinician experience. And I, there's so many important things going on there that I think you're right. I think leaving that, you know, organized support group piece out of it makes a whole lot of sense. It does. And it allows them to do it on their own time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we get a lot of parents that call and say, I know my child is having a difficulty. They're having trouble at school. They're having some emotional issues. 
I, I want them to come to camp and they can talk about skin disease. Mm-hmm. And we say, that's not what we do at camp, but they will do it in their own time. So we've had, I mean, I can think of several off the top of my head, but we've had kids that have come to camp for three or four years, never said a word about their skin disease. They do their activities at camp. And then all of a sudden they will just open up and we're all, you know, we all have to be professional and react professionally, but then behind the scenes we go and, you know, we've all got tears in our eyes. Like this is what camp is about. This is what, this is the reason why we do what we do, why everybody volunteers, why we fundraise the way we do um, is to give them that time on their own time. And then it's, it is really interesting because we do have kids that come about 50% every year are repeat. So we have 50% new kids at 50% repeat. And those repeat, we get to watch them over the years. Mm -hmm. We get to watch them grow. We get to watch them change. And like I said, we've seen kids that have come that are quiet and we think, they're not having a good time. They haven't said a word all week. And then they're one of the first to apply. So you never really know what is going on with these kids and and what they're thinking and how they're processing. And, um, you know, we had one camper, uh, who unfortunately has had passed away a couple of years ago. And, um, the first like two years of camp, he was very quiet and, you know, would say a few words and, and we weren't quite sure what was going on, but again, we, we've had enough experience where there, you know, something's going on there. And then he did a project for school and his mom brought it and he basically wrote a book about his entire experience at camp. Oh and in such detail, we were all, again, we were all reading it and it was, it was just so impactful because we, there was such detail that we didn't think he was absorbing what he was okay. absorbing and he talked about the impact of camp for him, the emotional impact. And, and we were all just, you know, shocked to be honest, just unbelievable that he had such impact when we didn't realize it. And, you know, a lot, there's a lot that goes on at campus kind of, we like to call it organized chaos. It's just, (laughs) it's a week where it is just organized chaos. And so it was a reminder to us also to step back and really take a look at what the kids are going through you know, not judge that just because it's the child that's not running around and screaming and yelling that they're not getting something out of camp. Okay. Um, each child is different. Each child has different home experiences. Each child has different school experiences. And so uh, we really like to remember that each child gets a different experience out of camp. And as long as they get what they need, you know, we're happy. That's the point of camp. Sounds like camp has the opportunity to be very empowering for these kids being able to, I mean, they're probably sick of talking about their skin conditions and diseases and then being able to talk about it when they want to. It's not the focus of camp. Being a kid is the focus of camp. Like they're sort of reclaiming their childhood through the most honest and earnest way a kid knows how to do that. And it's playing and it's being with other kids and it's just having a good time. Or for some of those kids, it's just absorbing it and and just taking it in and then going home and writing a book about it. Yeah. And and doing something they never thought they would do. Camp is, is very empowering in that way because they do get to see either peers in their cabin or Mm -hmm. counselors that have done something that they thought they couldn't do. Um, one of the first years of camp, we got a call a couple days after camp ended and we were in, you know, my office was my room. Um, I was in the office and 
this mom called and said, what did you do to my child? And I thought, Oh, okay. All right, here we go. You know, like what, what happened? Um, and she just said, he is a completely different person. I don't know how in one week he's a different, he's a different person. He now wants to go out for a soccer team. And we have been trying to get him to do sports for years. And all of a sudden he wants to do it. And I, how, how did you do it? Because we want to know. And, and, and I don't know that we have an answer to that. It's really, it's a testament to the other kids in the cabin that are supportive of each other. It's a testament to the counselors. It's a testament to the medical staff that again, does their medical stuff and then gets them out. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a quick, okay, you're done. You're out. And, and that's also something that's interesting to watch the week of camp because a lot of the kids are so used to, you know, being a patient is a lot of their identity. And at camp, that's not their identity at all. They're a camper first, they're a kid first, they're a patient at the very end to make sure that they're getting the care they need. Um, and, and that changes, I think, their view of themselves because so much of, of their identity is being a skin disease person. Mm-hmm. And that comes to the end of, of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we did one of the, one of our longtime counselors, camp, he, he came to camp at eight and he's now 25 and he's a counselor. Um, and we did a, a discussion session a couple of weeks ago. And one of the questions for him was, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. And that was his answer was originally when I was little about myself would have been, well, I have this skin disease. And now after years of camp, after the friendships I've made, after the experiences I've had, it's the last thing I tell people. So it really does kind of flip everything on its head in terms of how the kids see each other and what they think they're able to do. Unbelievable. It really has the power to transform their identity and how they view themselves in the world and then how they put themselves out in the world. And that is, I think, at the very base, all you can hope for, right? I mean, that's exactly why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. And, and it, it hopefully translates to the entire family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, while we are there for the kids, we're an organization that is a community for the entire family. And, and so we say, you know, we support children and families impacted by skin disease. So we have, you know, parents that their kids are friends. And so they meet because of camp and then they support each other. If, you know, if something comes up, um, we had a, a camper who was in a, a children's hospital several years ago and the hospital was having trouble getting some of the supplies that were necessary to take care of his skin. And I sent an email to all of the, the parents, the moms, mostly moms, but the parents. And the week later, when we went back to the hospital to check in on him, the nurse is like, we got boxes of stuff. What did, like, how, how did you mobilize that quickly? And we said, we literally did nothing. I sent an email and that, again, that's the community that the parents feel, the kids feel, um, it, it really is a family that is there to support through anything, through good and through bad. Um, you know, af- after 20 years, we have campers that have gotten married and, you know, a ton of their camp family is there. So it, it is really a great community that like has that longevity to, to support, uh, you know, support these families and these kids. So you talk about mobilizing the community. Um, so what, maybe turning away from camp a little bit, what does the Children's Skin Disease Foundation do to support the families? Yeah. 
So we try, we do as much as we can. Um, you know, camp is obviously the biggest support mm-hmm. for the families. And then outside of that, we have family assistance, especially the last two years with COVID, you know, several families have lost that financial security as a result of, of job loss through COVID. So we've helped with expenses, you know, household expenses, medical expenses, things like that. Um, we try to also do activities outside of camp. So, you know, for those very early years when, when we were really focused on making sure that camp succeeded, one of the main feedbacks we got was we want more camps. We want more time. At camp. We want camp to be a month, which <laughs> I love camp, but it's exhausting enough in a week. So we thought, you know, how can we continue to support these families and support these kids throughout the year? So we would do um, baseball game fundraisers uh, through one of our, our, our supporters, Tita uh, Phil Galderma. So they would do these fundraisers and we would have the kids come together and they could see each other. And, uh, you know, we would try and do little events. If, if we heard two of the campers were having a hard time and wanted to see each other, we would cover the airfare so they could go visit each other, um, you know, things like that. So I, I think that's another way that we can support the community. Um, with, you know, with COVID the last two years, I think we tried to, to look at the positives and, and try and take silver lining of virtual camps in 2020. We never thought of any sort of virtual camp option. I mean, it was not on anybody's radar and seeing how successful that was and how the kids enjoyed it. And they love that connection. That's something that we've continued throughout the year. Also, as we do some virtual sessions, we do a, we've done a Halloween one, we've done a Friendsgiving one. Um, and so again, that's a way that we can support the families in order to connect them. Um, we also have a program called Wonder Wish. So it's akin to Make-A-Wish. And a family that has been to Camp Wonder can uh, apply for a Make-A-Wish. So um, a lot of times it's, you know, going to Disneyland or going to Universal Studios. And um, again, a lot of our families have huge financial costs associated with having a child that's ill, either only one parent can work because the other parent needs to be available. Um, so a lot of times we have single parents and so they're juggling that. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, something like going to Disneyland, which again, I took for granted as a kid, mm-hmm. not understanding what a big deal that was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a big deal. That's, that's a family time that the family can come together. The kids can go and, and just be normal kids. And mm-hmm. um, so we try and do various support throughout the year for our families and our kids. That is a lot of work that you are doing to support this community. How can somebody get involved? How can somebody support the foundation and Camp Wonder? Yeah. So we have a lot of different ways that people can get involved and support camp. Um, Obviously, fundraising is big for us because Mm -hmm. we are a nonprofit. Uh, No family pays to attend camp. So we cover airfare. We cover all the costs. We didn't want sending their child to camp to be an additional cost. So mm-hmm. we cover everything. Um, and so that, you know, that's quite expensive. Camp is a, is a very expensive program. So any and all donations are greatly appreciated. We are a small nonprofit. So um, anything and everything we really do appreciate, we put to good use, we put to the programs. Um, raising awareness like PEDRA, um, you know, helping us to raise awareness about camp is hugely important because we want to make sure that any child that really could benefit from camp knows about it to get to us. Um, any medical staff that would like to volunteer knows about it and can get to us. Any counselor, you know, we really want to make sure that anybody who could benefit from camp or contribute to camp 
can get to us and know about it. So um, raising awareness is incredibly helpful. Um, you know, we have a lot of different ways that you can contribute to camp in kind if someone wants to donate, you know, pool toys. So we have a lot of different ways. They're all on our website. Um, but really the two biggest are, you know, raising awareness and, and donating to camp and, and volunteering. Um, you know, our volunteers are the reason why most of our program costs, program funding can go to the programs. So we're a completely volunteer organization. Our staff's volunteer. Um, and so that allows us to put all of our money towards the kids and the programs and, and improving their lives. Yeah. So talk to me about volunteer opportunities. You mentioned um, that you have residents come to help with the medical side of camp. So how can, how can our residents be involved? Absolutely. Um, so if you go on our website, we have our, our mascot is a wonder duck. And we have our wonder duck is on our website. So if you click on our wonder duck, you can get to a form to fill out in order to volunteer for camp to get on the application list. So anybody who's interested in volunteering can go on our website can click on it and, um, and get on the list to volunteer um, applications generally go out end of March, early April, and they're due in May um, camp this year is July 2nd to the 8th. So um, it's, Fourth of July weekend. It's rare that's Fourth of July weekend for us, but we are embracing it, and we're going to have a lot of fun activities for Fourth of July. And uh, there are lots of different ways to contribute, to volunteer, to get involved with camp. Um, so visit our website, which is www.csdf.org. So Children's Skin Disease Foundation.org, csdf.org, and uh, there are a lot of different ways to get involved. You can contact us. That's amazing. And tell everybody where camp is this year, because I think when we were talking earlier, you said that it's in a different location this year. It is. So we have a new chapter in Camp Wonder. Um, so we have always been based in California and we that's where we were founded, but we uh, moved camps uh, this year. And so we are now in a beautiful campsite called Camp Twin Lakes in Georgia. And uh, there's a, it's a very expansive campsite, lots of new activities for us to do and lots of different ways for us to come together as a community. And camp will be in Rutledge, Georgia this year. It's about 45 minutes east of Atlanta. So uh, very close to the Atlanta airport and uh, very excited for this new chapter. That's amazing. And so you support the families. Um, there's no cost for camp. And then do you help cover airfare as well to get them to camp? We cover all airfare. Yeah, wow. so we cover all airfare for any camper or you know former camper who has a skin disease. So anybody's impacted by skin disease, we cover their airfare because again, we didn't want you know airfare is really expensive. Oh, uh, over the years, that has become our biggest cost, and so we want to make sure that the families aren't burdened with that. Mm -hmm. So we cover all costs. No family pays to attend camp at all. There's no application fee. There's no attendance fee. Um, we cover everything. And, you know, thanks to our very generous sponsors uh, that allow us to do that. It's incredible. And then, so kids are at camp, but, you know, parents have flown their children to camp. What are parents doing at this time? They are relaxing for the week. Um, <laughs> that, is Good. The point. that is just relaxing for the week. Um, I, you know, I think that's the hardest part for a lot of the parents is to put their child on a plane mm -hmm. to come to camp, especially mm -hmm. if they have never been to camp before, you know, once the parents have, have had their child at camp and they see 
the medical staff that we have and the support system that we have at camp, um, it's never a second conversation that we have to have. But that first year is very anxiety provoking. We completely understand that. Uh, It's really, especially when you have a child with special needs to put them on a plane, to send them to people that you've never met is, I can't even imagine, you know, we understand. So we have a lot of conversations with the parents about here's what to expect you know, here's what we provide. Here's how we will keep your child safe. Here's how we will continue their care. Um, and so that is one of the biggest aspects of, of camp. Knock on wood, and I, I say this every year, and then I think, okay, I'm going to jinx myself. We've never sent a kid home homesick. I mean, they get to camp, and it's like, you know, completely different world. Um, we do take all technology. So there are no phones. There are no iPads. There are no laptops. That is not the point of camp. The point of camp yeah. is to sit and have conversations and play board games. Um, Mm. And and that's honestly harder for the parents sometimes than it is for the kids. So we've had many calls over the years and we do tell the parents, you know, we're we're taking your child's phone away. You won't be able to contact them. Um, We have a lot of parents that call and say, I haven't heard from my child. Are they okay? I'm worried. And we'll take the phone to the kid and they go, yeah, I'm fine. Just kind of leave me alone. I gotta go, mom. um, (laughs) I'll see you at the end of the week, mom. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's definitely harder on the parents than the kids. Uh, but we hope that the parents get a respite for the week. Mm -hmm. We, we know how incredibly challenging it is to have a child with special needs and, Mm -hmm. and the amount of energy and emotion that these Mm -hmm. parents go through Mm -hmm. and the strength that they have, honestly, um, you know, the parents are a huge inspiration to us in taking care of the kids for the week. So we hope that that's a way that we can also give back to them is giving them a week where their child's safe, they're well taken care of, they're having fun and they can go, you know, spend time with other children or spend time with their spouse or, you know, really just have that normal experience for the week. Um, you know, we've had several parents, we had one set of parents over the years and um, they have twins that come to camp and their twins were nine. And when they dropped their kids off, it was, they were obviously very nervous, but we learned through conversation that they, as a husband and wife had not been to dinner, just the two of them since the kids were born because they need, you know, they were home taking care of these, these two children with special needs. And so that was was very, um, you know, it was, it was very inspiring that they take care of their kids to that level, but also, you know, we want to give them that kind of experience. So, um, we did, we found out, we actually sent them to dinner. We, there's a winery near the campsite and we sent them to the winery and said, please have dinner. Um, you know, because that, that is a huge part of being a parent with a child with special needs. You know, the divorce rate is a lot higher, the emotional distress rate is a lot higher. The mental health issues are a lot higher. And so we, you know, we want them to take that time for themselves. So 21 years on now, what, like where it's, it's so, it's so impressive. I'm, I'm just really floored by your whole story, but what's like, what's next, like looking to the future for the foundation and for camp wonder, like what is on the horizon for you all? Yeah, it, it's, I, I use the word shocking. I mean, I, I could never have imagined in 2001 that we would not only still be having camp, that camp would be thriving, that we would have this amazing community. Um, you know, we plan to grow, uh, the last two years were a challenge like they were for everybody else. So, um, you know, we took that time to make sure that we 
could continue and, and make sure that our programs were able to sustain the last two years. So there was no growth. Um, but now because we're coming out of it a little bit and, and definitely looking forward to growing more, um, we, we don't do research. We, we are not an organization that does research. We leave that to PEDRA. We leave that to the organizations that know how to do it, know how to do it well. Um, so that's a component of our organization. We get a lot of questions about in terms of, do you do research? And, and we don't. Again, we, um, PEDRA does it very well. I've enjoyed working with you guys for the last I think, three years now. Um, and, and really loved seeing all the amazing work that, that Peter does and researchers do. So that's not an area we will expand into. Um, we are looking more towards some leadership programs. And that was another uh, aspect that came out of, you know, kind of the last two years. So uh, typically our older campers will transition to be counselors in training. And it's something that they look forward to, they work towards. And in 2021, when we had in-person camp, we suspended our counselor and training program because we, we knew having a camp in the middle of the pandemic was going to have enough challenges that we wanted to make sure that all of our staff was really veteran staff, could pivot if we needed to quickly, could, could react if something happened. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, everything went incredibly smoothly. Right. Um, but our counselors, the, the campers that were eligible to be a counselor in training were disappointed. It was something you know that they had looked forward to. So we kind of came to this agreement, this deal of, you know, come to camp as a camper, we'll allow you to come to camp as a camper, but we'll do a leadership session with you. And that will prepare you not only to be a counselor in training, but also talk about college and career. And um, so oh. it was something that we kind of tested out and it went so well and the kids responded well and the parents loved it. And mm. um, so it was, again, a positive out of, out of the last challenges of the last year. So we thought, okay, this is something we never thought about. Um, so we are expanding some leadership programs to support the campers that are kind of getting older, but also now supporting our staff that, you know, maybe in their early twenties, they're looking for career help. You know, they're interested in various uh, careers, whether it's medicine, whether it's PR, whether it's, uh, you know, we had one that's interested in supply chains, um, you know, really trying to help the kids in every aspect of their life, because, um, you know, that's our mission to really help and support them and, and be a community for children and families impacted by skin disease and we will always see them as children. So for us, you know, whether they're 22 or whether they're 12, there are kids and there are campers. So um, we're looking for more ways to support them as they, as they get older. I really get this really powerful sense from you that once, once a camper, always a camper, these kids, as they transition into adulthood are still a very big part of your heart and your life and your, your foundation. And that is that's so cool because as a, you know, as a young child and, a, and especially as a teenager, these experiences sort of crystallize in our hearts and we never, ever, ever forget them. And they become the stories that are shared with next generations. And so it's just so awesome that you're remaining with them and that you get to continue to be this active part of these memories that they're going to share for the rest of their lives. Yes. And that they're remaining with us. I mean, we yeah. are, you know, we have, we have counselors that have, that were came as, as kids and they have scheduled their weddings around camp time. And, and, you know, so we're, we are truly honored that they have remained with us. 
Well, I mean, can you even, when you look back, you know, at your 16 year old self, can you even imagine that you would have been in this place 20 years later? Oh my gosh. Absolutely never. Um, you know, every year I'm, I'm just in shock. Never could have imagined what we've grown into. And, and again, the people that have stuck with us. I mean, most of our medical staff was there in the first one or two years. Um, so it's, you know, it's, again, it's a testament to the community, the support, uh, you know, even as some of our counselors age up and they feel like, well, I'm not really, you know, I'm, kind of, I'm getting to a point where I'm not really able to be a counselor anymore. Mm-hmm. Their question is, how can I still be involved in camp? You know, can I help with graphics? Can I help with it? So it's a testament to this community of just truly inspiring people. And I think personally, it reminds you that there's a lot of good in the world. That's, you know, every time we have camp, every time we have a conversation with someone, um, you know, every time we see, uh, have an interaction with a supporter, with a camper, with a parent, there's, that's what I take away. There's just, there's a lot of good in the world. And I'm just really I'm thankful to to be a part of this community. So earlier in our conversation, you mentioned Wonder Duck. And I want to know the story behind Wonder Duck because we have a Wonder Duck stuffy and we uh, constantly are, how should I say? We're not fighting over it, but it's definitely, (laughs) is it mommies or is it daughters? It's hard to say. So tell me about Wonder Duck. So Wonder Duck is our mascot. And Wonder Wonder Duck became our mascot actually because one of the very first years of camp, um, we were talking to a camper and he said, I wish I was a duck so no one could see my skin because ducks have feathers. Mm -hmm. And we thought that's exactly what camp is about. It's not Mm -hmm. about focusing on skin. It's about focusing on the child. Mm -hmm. So we adopted this Wonder Duck as our mascot. And uh, one of our moms uh, in 2006 wanted the kids to be able to take a piece of Camp Wonder home, mm-hmm. to remember what Camp Wonder is, mm-hmm. to, if they're having a sad day, they can hug their Wonder Dog, they can remember their community at Camp Wonder. So she would make hundreds of Wonder Ducks a year. Oh my and gosh. And she would give them out at camp. Wow. And um, like in your household, we got a lot of feedback from parents of, we have fights over Wonder Duck. Can I buy one? You know, my, my other two kids want a Wonder Duck. My, the child that came to camp has their Wonder Duck. So we started having them made and all of the proceeds from Wonder Duck goes to Camp Wonder. So hopefully there are fewer fights in households. Um, and that is the story of Wonder Duck. And you can buy Wonder Duck on Etsy. So we sell it on Etsy and there's uh, five colors And uh, he comes with a little poem and it talks about how, uh, you know, no matter what your skin looks like, we are all a community and we're all friends. And, and that's our way of of bringing Camp Wonder into everyone's home. I absolutely love it. And Wonder Duck is a huge hit in our household and (laughs) he provides much comfort when anybody is sick and we never leave the house without Wonder Duck. We travel with him. (laughs) I'm happy Wonder Duck found a good home. So that makes us feel better. (laughs) So before we close, um, like give me, um, give everybody your elevator pitch. Like what is the one thing you want our community to know so that when they go back out into their patient rooms, they can tell their patients what? So camp registration is 
all year long. You can register okay. for camp any time of the year. We, um, we don't have a season anymore because uh, we know that a lot of clinical interactions um, don't happen, you know, only between April and May. So um, if you are a clinician, if you are a researcher and you have now learned about camp and you know of people, you know, campers, medical staff, residents that would like to be involved, please visit our website. I think my elevator pitch for Camp Wonder would be um, Camp Wonder is an experience for children and young adults and families with skin disease that will empower them, that will help them, that will improve their lives, that will just really give them a sense of community. And I think we've all learned that community is an incredibly, incredibly important resource over the last couple of years and, and you know, even over the last 20. Um, but Camp Wonder is a place where if you are impacted by skin disease, if you are interested in skin disease, if you want to help those with skin disease, uh, Camp Wonder is a place for you and as a community that we would love to have you. We'd be proud to have you. Um, and we're looking forward to hopefully seeing you in June and July. Well, this has been wonderful, Francesca. I have so enjoyed getting to know more about you and learn about your incredible work with Camp Wonder and your foundation. This has just been really, really exciting. And I cannot wait to get the word out to our community. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Again, we really enjoy our partnership with Pedro over the last three years. We love going to the Pedro conferences and meeting the kids, uh, but also we have met some really great researchers and people that are involved in the skin disease dermatology, pediatric dermatology community that share our values. And everybody we've met really is there to support the family, support the kids, improve the lives of children with skin disease. So we're really thankful to be part of the community spotlight with Pedra and be a community partner. Well, we're so grateful for your partnership as well. I know that you have had a lasting impact on us at our conferences and we're looking forward to seeing you in person at the end of this year at our conference and um, DC. And it's just the relationship that we can share is just so valuable. It's really important for our researchers and clinicians to see what this kind of patient support looks like outside of the clinic. And it's the work you're doing is incredible. And I know our community is so grateful. Thank you so much, Francesca. Thank you. Thanks so much to Francesca Tintoni and the Children's Skin Disease Foundation and all the incredible work they're doing with their program, Camp Wonder. You can find more information about them online at www.csdf.org. You can learn all about their camp. You can learn about ways to become involved with the organization and how to support this amazing community that Francesca has built over the last 20 years. To follow them on social media, they're on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can check out more of Peter's Community Spotlights at www.peterresearch.org. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.